Hello and welcome back to Unfuck Your Life where this week we're going to be talking about something we've all experienced that we don't necessarily like, <laughs> rejection. We're going to look at what it is, how it affects us, why it happens and what we can actually do about it. I say that most of us have probably experienced rejection at some point in our lives because I know I'm speaking to adults and you definitely haven't made it to this age without having some form of somebody or something turning you down. Now rejection, as a lot of other things, comes in many forms. So we see it in different areas of our lives. Your personal life, including your friendships, your romantic relationships and any other connections you make. Your professional life, so jobs, um, career paths, industry, um, and in sort of academia as well, so in an academic capacity. But in every circumstance, rejection involves other humans. Um, so we can't feel rejected by an inanimate object. It's when somebody has made a decision that has meant we have been the option that's been discarded or disregarded. For whatever reason, we haven't been their choice. We haven't been first choice. When I talk to people about rejection, whether or not it's theirs or mine, I always like to know how it's affected that person. So physically and mentally, what has that rejection caused within us? What has it sparked? What has it brought about? So let's think about the first moment after you've been rejected for something. My personal response is one of disappointment. Um, it's one of upset. And one where I feel like I'm somehow not meeting a certain mark and I'm getting judged. So there's an immediate feeling of shame and worry that other people have seen me and didn't like me and then they've done something about it which was to turn me down in some form. And rejection doesn't have to be so obvious as someone saying no to you. It can be that someone or something just withdraws from a situation that involves you. Um, so as a matter of that, you feel rejected even if someone hasn't said that they don't want to be your friend anymore or they don't want you for a job. You can feel rejection before that actual conversation has taken place, if it does at all. And the reason for this is that we actually create stories in our minds about what is happening within the world and that isn't necessarily, or very rarely is, what's actually happening. In the case of a job interview, for example, you might not have been given the job, but that doesn't mean that you aren't qualified for the job or good enough for the job. It just means that someone else beat you to the post. But when you actually receive that call saying that you didn't get the job or that email or whatever it is, you start to make up a story in your mind that means that someone else getting it means you shouldn't have ever got it and that you were never good enough to get it. And that doesn't actually, that doesn't actually ring true. In that moment, we feel inadequate and as if we were never going to be good enough for that thing or that person and again not true i've had physical symptoms like stomach ache headaches feeling really sick um and a weird tingly fainty feeling as if everything just isn't quite right with the world and when I sit down and try to understand why I'm feeling that way, because, you know, when we get physical symptoms, we don't always know whether we're ill or there's something else at play. So when I sit down and actually try and work out where it's coming from, sometimes it's attributed to something like rejection or that sense of shame that I feel. 
and it manifests in physical symptoms. Remember that your body and your mind are so deeply connected. You, you just can't separate them. Your body affects your mind and your mind affects your body every single second of your life. So when we get rejected, yes, we'll have the thoughts going through our mind that we are this, we are that, or we are not this or that. Um, so our strengths and our weaknesses, what we are, which is absolutely terrible and horrible human beings and inadequate, unqualified, um, and people that should be ashamed of themselves. And what we are not is perfect. What we are not is good enough. These are the thoughts that might go through our mind. The physical symptoms that come about because of that totally depends on your body. But you're likely to have at least one or two if you're someone who values other people's opinions. And I haven't met an individual yet, no matter how successful in life and no matter how confident they come across, that doesn't get affected by other people's opinion. In some way, at some point in their life, they have valued the opinion of another human. If they hadn't, it's a worrying trait to have. And there's a difference between not giving a fuck about what people think and caring about people's opinions. You you can have both of those included in your life. So for example, I might wear, wear certain things and not give a fuck about what people think about it. But I do value people's opinions on other topics. So it very much depends on what we're considering. But in the line of rejection, if we're getting rejected for a particular thing, I often care about the people who rejected me and their opinion of me even when I shouldn't. That has a lot to do with who we are. We're human and we're pack animals. We're people that like to fit in. We have a longing for community, um, for connection with other people. And rejection is essentially a feeling that comes about when we get told we're not good enough. We're not okay enough to be in that tribe, in that community, in that group of people or in that thing. So rejection is what leads to the feelings that we have that mean we aren't possibly ever going to be good enough to belong somewhere. So even if we already have amazing friends, amazing family, a really good job that we love, we can experience rejection and feel inadequate in other areas of our lives in which we haven't actually been rejected simply because we've been rejected in general for something else. Let's talk about why it happens. So. When we get turned down for something and someone says no, and I say someone because like I said, there's always a human involved in the decision making. We hear that no and we tell the stories to ourselves about why that no has happened. Now, it depends on what you're getting rejected for as to why you've been turned down. But it all boils down to incompatibility. Whatever it was you were going for, whoever it was you were going for, is incompatible with you. And that doesn't mean that you were never going to be good enough for that thing or that individual. It just means that part of that puzzle isn't quite right. There's something about it that this other person has seen that means they knew you weren't going to be right for that situation. Again, this has no bearing on your abilities or your qualities or your character. It just has something to say about the fact that you weren't ever going to fit perfectly into that scenario, even if you in your head think that you were going to. And that's probably one of the hardest things about rejection 
Because in the moments that we're going for something, whatever it is, we really believe that that's the right thing for us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone for it, right? Like, we wouldn't have asked that person on a date. We wouldn't have applied for that job. We wouldn't have tried a new venture, gone somewhere new, done something new, if we thought it wasn't right for us. We put our minds into the effort because we wanted to. We thought it was going to be good. And sometimes we don't see what other people can see. So when we're connecting with other individuals, there's two sides to it. There's their side and ours. Well, actually, there's three. There's actually what's happening in the background too. But because we can only see our side, we don't read the minds of others and we can't see what they can see about us and about how we might or might not fit into a certain situation. As soon as I realised that, I realised that every time I got rejected for whatever in life, it wasn't really anything to do with me and me as a, as a whole human. It was to do with me in relation to that thing or that person. So I'm perfectly good on my own. I know that I've got good character. I know that I'm a person that other people want to be around. And I feel that energy from other people. When I don't feel it, I no longer feel the same level of shame and upset and panic when I get rejected. I don't feel the need to go and chase that thing down because it said no, to try and convince it otherwise. Because that devalues me and I know that I'm worthy of connection with other individuals. I know that I'm worthy of opportunities, regardless of whether or not every opportunity says yes to me. Perfect example of this is when you go to the supermarket and you pick items off the shelf. Look around you next time you go to a shop. Pay attention to what other people are putting in their baskets or their trolleys. You aren't buying exactly the same items as they are. Everyone's got different tastes, different preferences, different ways of living their lives. And so not everything is going to be compatible. Not everyone's going to buy the rice noodles. Not everyone's going to buy the gluten-free bread. There's something in that shop for everyone. But everything in that shop isn't for everyone. So if you see yourself as an item on a shelf, remember that not everyone's going to pick it up. You're not going to be everyone's favourite flavour. You're not going to be the thing that is consumed by everyone in the world, but you will be connected with the shoppers that want you in their life. The ones that really love your flavour. The ones that think, oh my God, I can't go another day without introducing this person into my world. So using that analogy, what can we actually do about it? Be proud of the qualities that you have and what you are, who you represent, what you represent in the world. And when you get rejected, I say when because it's going to happen again, guaranteed it's going to happen again. When you get rejected, realise that it doesn't define your worth as a human being, your quality or your value. And that when you do find compatibility with something or someone, it'll be obvious. You'll know it straight away and not because you've got that story in your mind telling yourself that this is a good opportunity, but because it actually feels like the right opportunity. And when I was thinking about this, the, the ways, the options that we have to react to rejection, I thought about that line by Edwin Starr, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. There's no point in fighting against rejection. 
You'll always face it, and that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about you, except that you're human, and therefore you're unique, so you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. You might end up like me and be Marmite. And there'll be people who absolutely love the flavour. So don't change yourself for other people. Don't change yourself for opportunities. Be open to the opportunities that already like the flavour of you. Because that's how you attract the opportunities and the tribe in your life that are going to be better for you. That are going to be right for you. That are going to make you feel like you've taken the right path. I hope you found something useful in this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can get in touch with me on Instagram at Sammy Sunflowers Crowns or you can email me at Sammy Sunflowers Coaching at gmail.com. I hope you have a lovely day. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.